Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Good Monday to you, Amy. Hello, Cass. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Just got in from my clients and um, changed straight into my pyjamas, which has become ISO habit. So I still feel like I'm in ISO, even though I've started seeing clients again. (laughs) You are so funny. I was just thinking there has not been a day. We have not had a pyjama day at all in the last eight weeks. Wow. Yeah, Elijah and I have lived in our pajamas. No, Cal is my friend. Yes, Cal <laughs> cannot do it. He wears shoes even sometimes. Like, dude, we're inside. Chill, put some slippers on. <laughs> so, how has the last week gone for you? Because I have been missing our daily catch-ups on the ISO episode. <laughs> I did think, like, oh, maybe we could sneak a couple of bonuses in. <laughs> oh, I was thinking the same, and then I remembered why we stopped. <laughs> And then you remembered you're not loving ISO. But your children have started to go back to school, so I wonder if that's giving you a bit more headspace. Uh, they haven't gone back to school together, though. So no school yep. has staggered there. So I've only I had one day with one kid at home and another day with the other kid at home. And to be honest, it's better when they're both home because at least they entertain each other. Yes. Otherwise, you're the playmate. Yes. So I think... I think I am feeling better um, generally, my mental health much better. And I think it may be because I can see the bright light at the end of the tunnel. Um, But also I think just having that week off work just really helped. And although saying that, I don't actually, I did actually work every day but one. (laughs) But not the whole day? But not the whole day. Okay. Uh, Yes. So I... But just having that, um, I think what has also significantly helped has been getting off um, social media. Good. And I actually, I've come back into social media for our business, but I have stayed off social media for everything else, actually. Hmm. So if you're listening to this and it's like 2022, we are in 2020 in May. We're in the middle of a pandemic for the COVID-19 and coronavirus. So hence why we're in lockdown. Hence why you will see we had like all ISO episodes. We have just had announcements in Australia that we will be easing restrictions come the rest of May and June, slowly starting to get to a new normal. Um, We don't know when things like sporting venues and entertainment venues will open again, but at least we're hearing from schools and we can at least visit people. Have you visited anyone yet, Kirst? Uh, Yes, I visited my girlfriend to watch Outlander. (laughs) Oh, have you not finished all of Outlander? No, she's got the new series on Foxtel. (gasps) Stop, there's another season? Yeah. Oh, that's the best news ever. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh I wonder till it's on a format that I can see it on um it will probably be on iTunes soon you could pay for it soon oh, if not awesome. already 
but it is definitely on Foxtel. And so I had a sneaky, sneaky evening with her last week. That sounds lovely. Yes, it was awesome. Three episodes. We've still got another um, we've still got another seven to go. That's brilliant. <laughs> oh, I need a friend with Foxtel that'll let me just come over and sit on their couch. Oh, she's so awesome. She hasn't even watched it. She's had all this opportunity to watch it and she's hold, held out oh. waiting for me to come over and watch it with her. Oh, that's a special friend. That is why she's one of my best friends. I don't Shout even, I don't even like you that much. I, know I would you not wait for you, Kest. I would not no. wait. I'm so sorry. I know Emma is a much better friend than you. Yeah, but I would buy you Ben and Jerry's when you came. <laughs> she cooked brownies and Oh, scones. yeah, okay, Emma, you're way better than me. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Our restrictions eased at um, yesterday. So I took my kids to see their cousins and they had a five-hour play date and they were just so lovely to be back together and to spend time together Um Mine and Claire's kids are thick as thieves and so it had been really hard for them to not see their cousins for so long. So that was lovely. Yay. And any news when your kids are going back? Has Dan Andrews said anything about yes. schools yet? Yes, yes, yes. So some schools will start going back at the end of May. <clears throat> Sorry, all schools will start going back at the end of May, but some students. So particular year levels will go back full time. They'll trial that for two weeks and then the not as critical year levels, which both my children fall into, will go back mid-June. So I think we've got about a month to go. <sighs> yes. So and yes. but when if if they go back, because it's not guaranteed, that depends what the um, cases and whatever happens once the first lot of kids go back will determine whether or not our kids do go back in June. But we are hoping that all goes well and everyone's sensible and doesn't go out there like they did on the weekend and hit the shops up and rubbing up and touching people and all of those things because my kids are desperate to go back to school so please be sensible people just for my kids sake (laughs) (laughs) we don't care if you get covid we only care if amy's kids don't (laughs) (laughs) no they don't even not need covid they just need to be able to go to school so whatever it takes We've had some really cool things happening um, this week. We will get to the episode stuff in just a moment, and it's a good episode. But we wanted to share with you, when we're in ISOCast, we had so much fun doing the Don't Put It Down, Put It Away song challenge. And we had some really cool submissions, all just so different. And Mm. none of them used the words of the song that other people use. Like if it was me, I would have just taken the words that one person and just put it to a different music or something. But we had a submission this week from Carla Brown and it is just awesome. It is. So we're going to play it for you now. Enjoy. I'd love to hear what you thought. You have a vision for your space. A great big smile on your face. When you walk into the room, you want your heart to go boom, 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 all around. You will see a place of comfort and clarity. Don't put it down. Put it away. Make room for dreams. Make room for play. 
This version was actually Cal's favourite of all the ones that we've had sent in so far. He was listening to it with me when I was like, oh, my gosh, babe, you've got to listen to this. He goes, ah, that's my favourite. So thank you, Carla. What a blessing you are. Um, Make sure you send us your address so we can get a book out to you as your thank you. And Carla has an awesome podcast podcast called Trash Imagination. So what the musical instrument you hear her playing um, is actually recycled materials. So she is all about reusing and repurposing. So thank you again, Carla. Yeah, and go listen to Trash Imagination um, and learn all about that area of recycling and repurposing. So today we are going to talk about different types of sessions that you could have with us and who we service and uh, yeah we thought we'd share a bit about our business with you yeah obviously a big part of what we do as a business is this beautiful podcast and we love it and we enjoy it but it's only just part of what we do there's so many other facets Um, you guys obviously know we also do the head heart and home course and heaps of you are in that course But we haven't talked a lot about the nuts and bolts of our decluttering sessions, but it's actually our bread and butter as a business. It's where um, we spend most of our time. It's where we connect deeply and help clients really significantly. So we thought, you know what? Actually, Kirst totally came out with the idea. And I went, yes, this is great. Let's do it. Mm. And considering that we're back seeing clients, we thought we'd share that with you and say this is what it looks like. So we had we thought we'd split it up into the different ways that we can come in and do a decluttering session with you. And um, so Amy came up with these great. Her brain is so amazing the way that she thinks. She thinks very differently to me. So um, we complement each other very well. Sure do. This format is the way that she thought to break up the different types of sessions. So Mm -hmm. hit us with the first one, Ames. Okay, so the first type of session is the clean out. And you kind of can picture what the clean out would be because it's the type of declutter that would end up on a TV show where it's walk-in, cluttered room, bum, 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 black and white, zoom, zooming in, zooming out. And it's like, you know, what you would imagine a declutter session looks like. And it's bags and bags of rubbish. It's heaps of stuff up to, off to the op shop. It's maybe filling a skip. It's reclaiming a room that you haven't walked in for five years. Like it's quite the, we just describe it as dramatic curse. Like it's the before and after it's the really, um, yes. yeah, it's dramatic. That's probably the best way to describe it, I think. Yeah. And it can be in any room or any space of your house. Mm. We, we, we perform dramatic overhauls of any of them. And that's what I really liked about the way that Amy came up with her concept of um, dividing um, the functions of what we do um, as in our work because uh, whereas I went, oh, we do kitchens, we do bathrooms, we do bedrooms, like she went, no, we do clean outs. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good way of looking, a, good, a, a different reframe of yeah. how we how we work. So, yeah, that clean out is that, yeah, real, like so in the kitchen it would look like taking everything out of the pantry and fridge and freezers and drawers and cupboards and then only putting back in what you do love, use and want in your kitchen. And in a garage, it would look like, again, like the stereotypical um, 
TV show mm. drama, pulling everything out, sorting everything and then putting it back in. Um, it doesn't have to doesn't have to happen all at once in one four-hour session, <laughs> but that's, um, that's the transformation that occurs. Yeah. And I think the, um, the I might even let people know of the different, um, different types of sessions so that you can be thinking in your head, oh, that's the type of session I would want. Because I think the way that in my brain I've put these out is these are the reasons people call us. So when they might call and say, oh, I've got a room that um, is my junk room and I'd really like to turn it into a study or a nursery or whatever, we go, oh, I know what type of session that is. Or I've got a garage that we can't park the cars in and we really need, oh, we know what type of session that is. So how about if I say the different session types and then we'll go into each one. So we've got the clean out, which is what we just talked about. We've got the setup which is maybe for a new house when you're moving into a new space and want some help setting that up efficiently. We've got the change of function. So I want to turn the toy room into an office or an office into a toy room. Um, I want to set up a foster care room. I need to set up for a small business in my house. That's change of function. We've got the life change. So maybe that's retirement or downsizing or upsizing. You're having kids. We've got the systems session, which is about paperwork or flow of the house and an NDIS session, which is often needing the physical help in your home as well as the um, coaching. So Kirst, talk to us about the setup. Yeah, so the setup is um, when, as Amy said, can often be we can help with the move so we can help you declutter and pack before the move and then it's our joy and our pleasure to help you set up your new home. (laughs) It's the um, best. the functionality yeah with the functionality that we can see for your home and obviously that's in conjunction with you and um, your vision for your home but it's um, often we get so attached to the way that we function in one home that we often just replicate it in our new Mm. home and sometimes it takes fresh eyes to go well actually have you thought about having the office in this space instead or have you thought about turning this bedroom into the kids room instead and having the kids bunk in together or whatever like there's a billion different variations on that but it's often it's so much fun to have fresh eyes on a space so we love helping people set up their new homes as well Mm, I've got a client that um, Jackie and I are seeing in two weeks time and they've been building a new house so our job is to actually come declutter help them pack and then in a different session we'll actually be going to the new house and unpacking and setting up And what she said when she booked the session for the setup was that she just wanted our professional advice on how things would, where the best places to put things are. Because I think, like, I know you, Kirst, have been the same as me and we've gone into many homes where people will say, oh, we moved in five years ago and the kitchen just set up how my mother-in-law set it up on the day we moved in and we've never rearranged it. And so Mm -hmm. they might hate the height of their kitchen shelves they're adjustable shelves, but until you have someone like us come in and say, hey, why don't we just lower this shelf so you're not on your tippy toes to get the coffee and people are like, oh, my gosh, you've changed my life. We're like, that's just because we've come in with fresh eyes to see the space 
and where there hasn't been function, we've set up function. Um, or even things like, well, where should I keep my batteries? Where should I keep mm-hmm. all those things? <laughs> that is a great time to get professional advice when you're moving into a new house or setting up a new space. Yeah, and that's why it's fun to do the decluttering beforehand as well because that's when we can go, okay, where do you think this is going to go in the new home and how much space is there in that, in that place that you're thinking of mm. um, so that we can set up, so we can declutter knowing the space that you're going to as well. Exactly. Um, so, you know, if you're moving, you know, you know, if you're downsizing and you're going from a big, massive four-bedroom home with like two linen cupboards and you're moving down to a two-bedroom unit, it's really helpful to, to, for, uh, uh, to have us come alongside you and help you make decisions about what are the best linen to take with you to your new small linen cupboard, mm. for instance. For instance. <laughs> So the next um, thing that people call us and ask for help with is the change of function. And so that's changing a space's function into a new space. So, for instance, the office that I'm sitting in right now is my home office. But before it was my home office, it was Cal's home office. And before it was his home office, it was the playroom. So this space has undergone three transitions and it's served different functions And each time the function has changed, it's been because of usually a life change. Um, And so that change of function is like this room needs to be changed into this type of room. Yeah, and they're always fun. The other way to do um, a change of function is when we've come in, I've often gone in, and I know you're the same, Amy, as well, that we go into homes and we see how it's functioning and we see um, we've got those fresh eyes again to Mm -hmm. see how it could function differently. So I was in a client's home, um, oh, it must be this year or last year. Every day is blurring into one. So I can't <laughs> it was pre-COVID. I remember exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was pre-COVID. That's how it's going to be like 9-11 again, isn't it? Like yes. before or after 9-11. Yeah. Before or after COVID. It was pre-COVID and her kids are small, um, like one's still in preschool and one's in and one's in um, primary school, but just started. So they're quite small and there was no playroom near the kitchen. There was no playroom. They didn't have a playroom. And this client was really frustrated with the kid's bedroom because it was just overwhelmed with stuff. And they've got a beautiful house. And I suggested that because her kids are small, that they like, and I asked her, do they like playing near you? Do they often bring their toys out <laughs> And of every mum of little kids said, yes, they do. <laughs> yes. So I encouraged her to talk to her husband about whether or not we could change um, the dining room around and move the dining room a little closer to the kitchen. Um, so it, it was just a big open plan room and it was open plan from the kitchen, dining room and, and lounge room. And there was plenty of space beside the dining room table to set up a playroom. Mm. So I said to her, hey, why don't you have a chat to your husband? This is the vision that I'm seeing and how we could make room, take some toys out of your kid's room and into a playroom, inverted commas, playroom. Mm. 
And so she went ahead and had a chat to her husband after the first session and he was totally on board for that idea. And in fact, we even moved the dining room table over so I could say, hey, why don't you just live with the dining room table closer to the kitchen and let him see it so that they could both really see that they had plenty of space for a playroom. And yeah, I mean... They already had some toys in the space that I had suggested. Suggested I just also suggested we move some of the furniture out. Like move the, um, there was a hutch and I said, let's move it over here. And so, yeah, we, we did that and they ran with it and loved the idea and the kids are happily playing there still. Oh, that's so, so good. So that's another way of doing a change of function and where our skills really um, help you to envision another way of functioning in Mm. your home yeah um to share it and another example just to help people get their heads around you know if any of these resonate with them a client that i've been working with for a little while at the end no the first session that i saw them actually i said i can see that this room at the front which has kind of become not so much the junk room, but it wasn't didn't have a purpose. The washing would get dried in there. Um, if they had to work from home, they could set up a desk in there. But it was the biggest living space in the house and it didn't have a function. And then there was this little room which actually got really beautiful light, but that had the TV and the couch plus all of the toys plus all of their books um, and, and a kid's little table in there for like Friday night movie night. And I'd said, oh, I reckon this this would work great if we swapped them and made the front room your living space and then that little room where you've got the TV, maybe that could be a study. And we, re- we sat on it for probably 12 months, maybe not 12 months, maybe six months of working together and just ruminated on it. Could it work? What would the lighting be like? You know, all the different things that come into play. And then just after Christmas, they were like, yep, let's do it. So we did this massive couple of days where we took all of the furniture out of one room and swapped it over with the other. So it was huge. We were moving couch beds and maybe six or seven sets of bookshelves. Like it was huge to swap both of Mm. the rooms. And I'm just like I've been back since and I've spoken to them. They're really enjoying having those two separate spaces because now their living space has enough room for the TV, couch, piano, um, the dining room table. All the functions. All the functions. And it's still got really good light and they can still heat it and cool it and it's given them a lot more space. And then they've got the study, which they sent me a message when um, COVID-19 started and said, oh, my goodness, we are so grateful that we swapped those rooms because now we're both working from home. So now we have a study where they can be in there, close the door and they can work for the day. And the parent who's looking after the young children doing homeschooling has the big open space that they can set kids up. And so it's sometimes just foreseeing how you could use spaces with a different function. So for them, they were still doing all the things. It was just that the rooms needed to be swapped and that just opened up a world of possibility for them. Yeah, and again, that's just having that fresh eyes. When you've lived in a house for so long or you've expanded your family and you're so busy, 
You know, like that yep. small lounge room probably worked really well for them when they were just a couple. Absolutely. And then they tried to fit two kids in there and all of the paraphernalia that comes with kids. And you just don't have the time and space to step back from your life mm. and think about the functionality of your home. Necess- not, I mean, some people are awesome at it and some people just don't have the headspace to be able to do that. Yeah. And that is where we can really come and help you to mm. be able to see with fresh eyes your beautiful home. Yeah, and Kirst, you've done that for me when you've come into our house. You're like, Amy, why don't you move your desk here? Or like even when I'm so good at it for other people, sometimes you can't see it for yourself. Yes, so it's really yes, helpful. So true. Yeah, it's helpful to have someone else because it's the fresh eyes. Like even though I'm good at it for other people, sometimes I'm like, oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah. So the next way we thought and the next reason that people come in, come for us to help them is life changes. Mm. So that could be bringing new family members into your home. Uh, it could be downsizing. It could be upsizing. It could be um, that you've um, got a disability or, or you've broken your leg and something, you mm-hmm. know, you just need to change your house around just for a short period um, or it could be a long period. So yeah. Tell and us more about that, Amy. Other things for life change could be you're moving out of home for the first time um, or it could mm-hmm. be that you're now single again. So you might be divorce or a widow or widower. There can be lots of like really significant life change where you're already probably at decision fatigue. And you're already overwhelmed and you're making so mm-hmm. many decisions, financial decisions and emotional decisions and housing decisions, like all of those things. And you're like, I just need someone who can really help me think through my stuff. So, yeah, with an objective point of view rather yes. than subjective <laughs> and rather than being biased or have their own agenda. And life, yeah, the life changes can often happen quick, I think, Kirst, because it's like, mm. you know, not that having a baby is quick, but it kind of is. You're like pregnant, pregnant. Oh, my gosh, there's a child with all their stuff. Um, particularly with death that can come fast retirement can sneak up on people and so when you're feeling time pressured too it's nice to have um, maximize your time that you do have by having a professional come and work with you in that time so downsizing is just awesome I just love the process of that of it's like a curation I think by the time people get to the downsize Mm. season in their life they've got wisdom they've got maturity they've um, they've got priorities right usually and so the downsizing at that point in life is just beautiful it is it is like an artist curating their things and it's I find pretty easy for people to say no nope, that doesn't matter anymore and oh absolutely I'm taking that to the grave like that is going to be with me no matter how many moves I make yeah, I really like that analogy of being an art curator and having, yeah, like what a what a wonderful view. I mean, that works for everybody. Yeah. You know, we're all the curators of our own life and we all get to decide on how we want to live and how we want to show up. Um, so I, and I particularly love it for that season of downsizing due to um, getting into the later years of mm. life. Um, but there's there's lots of reasons for downsizing as well. As you yeah, you could be moving into a tiny house. You could, 
Hello 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, let's get back to the show. The next reason that people call us and we go in and help is around systems. So paperwork is probably the biggest system that I would say that I get called out to help with. Would you say the same, Kirst, in terms of systems? Yes, um, and I also think that the kitchen is a big system Mm -hmm. as well that um, is probably the another system that we overhaul and people operate differently in their kitchens because of because of the change of system and actually the other paperwork definitely yeah and the other one that I actually get quite a bit of is like your command center so it's from the front door where does your handbag go where do your keys go where do you put something you need to return to someone where does the umbrella go like all of that where do I put my scripts when um so that I don't you know lose them where do I put the bills that need to be paid where do I put a check that needs to be cashed like all of those little life admin things Yeah. And I think that another way of looking at systems is that the way that we live our life in our home is the system. Mm. So, you know, we often, you know, when we go into homes and work on just one room, it actually impacts nearly every other room often because we change a system and that has a flow on effect um, or, and it, and it can definitely have a flow on effect or it can be contained to just one that one room, depending on what it is, like what your purpose is, like mm-hmm. what we've been talking about. Is it the clean out? Is it the setup? Is it the change of function? Is it a life change? Is it a system? And I think that, yes, systems can be the paperwork system, the command center system, the um you know, the way the flow of the kitchen, mm-hmm. but it can, we can broaden that to be like, okay, you want to change the whole way that your family operates in yeah. your home. And I think like, for instance, our course is really um, key to that in changing the systems of a mm. whole house. That is so true. Yes. Um, I really... <laughs> I'm getting I, all excited and passionate about systems. <laughs> I know. And so we should, Kess. So we should. <laughs> I think that the system stuff requires something different of us as professional organisers than, say, the clean-out. The clean-out requires lots of energy, lots of physical work, but then the systems often requires lots of inquisitiveness, lots of intuitiveness. Like it it draws different skills out of professional organisers. And I really like that our job is not just one or the other. Like we're not always just feeling skips and we're not always just sitting down working out where the um, unfilled script should go. Like there's that real change of flavour in every home. And even though, even if we did five clean outs in one week, they're all going to look different. Yes, exactly. Yes, because we bring all of our skills to every unique family Mm. and And we bring our different skills. So, you know, we are um, in some ways we're different to every person that we present to. Yes. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We we, we we become what you need. We're the same. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And if you're wanting systems help, so for the clean-out, say garage cleaner or a spare room clean-out, I feel like that's pretty hard to do virtually. But for systems... That is an ideal session to have virtually. 
So we can do system sessions with you anywhere in the world and it's equally as efficient as if we were there with you. We ask the same questions. We kind of get you to think about the same types of things. Whereas a clean out, what you actually want is us there with you hauling the boxes and going through them. So as if you're anywhere in the world and you're like, oh, that's systems, that's what I need. That's, um, you know, equally valid virtually as it is in person. Yeah. Yeah. So the other reason that people call us is um, because they're NDIS supported, which if you're outside of Australia is the National Disability Insurance Scheme. And that provides services to people with all different types of needs and disabilities in our country. So someone with the NDIS might call us for a clean out, a setup, a change of function, a life change or a system. Or they may call us because their disability um, requires them to have additional help physically or mentally or um, practically or whatever that looks like. Yes, which again leads perfectly onto (laughs) what a great segue because I was going to, what I was going to say is that um, we can help in so many varied ways and there's a whole spectrum of ways that we can help you. So it it can go from you having a real clear vision, you've thought about it, you've dreamt about it, you've finally convinced your partner that you can spend the money on it <laughs> and you have this vision for a space or the whole house and you just want us in to be that second set of hands and bring our expertise and our fresh eyes to a situation. But you already, like, you know, you've, you've got that really, really clear vision mm. of what it is that you're wanting to achieve. And then there's, like, people who have a, a, a clear-ish vision. You know, they know that a space is really frustrating them, um, but they just don't know how to make it work for them. Um, and they do want us alongside them. They want the second pair of hands, but they also really need the clear expertise that we bring and the fresh eyes and the, um, the functionality that we bring. And then you have people who have even more, less clear vision and they may or may not be able to help us fully, um, in what they're wanting to achieve. Um, but we are definitely like, we're their first pair of hands and they're the second pair of hands. And then we have, um, cases where we are their full set of hands and their second pair of hands. (laughs) And they, again, they might have a clear vision of what they need and want and, but They just physically can't do it by themselves and we need to come in and help them. And then again, you have that variation again where they, we are their first pair of hands and their second pair of hands and they have a less clear idea of how they're going to achieve what Mm. they need to achieve, but they definitely know they need us to come along to be the physical help that they need, but also to bring the, um, the expertise and the functionality to the space as well. Yeah. So how I, this is just putting an Amy lens um, and really reiterating what you said, Kess, because I think that's a great way of kind of knowing, I guess, what our role is in a session versus what the client role is in a session. So 
sometimes this is if this analogy goes like way off and this just falls apart (laughs) i apologize in advance i'll let you know i'm making it up (laughs) as i go but i'm kind of picturing um so it's it's nautical is my analogy so if you're on a boat and you're like oh the weather's not great and we need to turn around but we really need like someone to help in that area you might call us and say hey i'm this is what i want to do this is how long i think it's going to take what i really need is just some help in that great then we come out and we do any of those things like it might be a life change or a a um, setup or a clean out or whatever and then there are people all the way through to the ship is going down you're sending an sos and simply you call us and just go help and it's like i don't know what i need help with i don't know where to start i don't even know what Mm. the problem is i just know i need help so i think in my mind there's like the two spectrums of everything's going pretty well but i want an improvement or i just want to redirect a little bit right through to i am drowning and if you don't come i don't know what my next court step of action is yep yeah nautical yep. and dramatic but i hope it um adds to the point <laughs> yeah and that's fair that's why again we love the uniqueness of our clients that there's no one size fits all um, there's not there's not one professional organizer that fits suits everybody. No. There's not one client and one type of client. There's no one avatar that works best for Amy and I. We can service so many different people and our teams can service so many different unique situations. And we may not be the best professional organizers for you. You may live outside of our zones or you may not be able to afford to pay us to come to Italy to help you <laughs> after lockdown. Tess is still course. trying. I'm still trying. You and I'm Jackie. Still, you and Jackie. There. Yeah, Jack and I are going to Italy. There will be somebody in Italy who needs our help. <laughs> um, somebody just came into the Facebook page today, Facebook community group, and said that professional organising isn't a big thing in Italy at the moment. Ah. Like that craze hasn't swept. So maybe I know I've just discovered my dream. <laughs> I have just realised my purpose in life Go, what is, is actually to move to Italy with my family and to become an Italian speaker. That will be the most difficult <laughs> part of this thing. And to be head up the professional organising, spearheading this wave into Italy. There you go. Do it, girlfriend. I will support you 100%. (laughs) The art of decluttering Italy. Here I come. Yeah, I can swear in Italian, so I'll set you up with that. Uh Okay. That's it. And I can say like. You don't swear swear in English, but you can swear in Italian. Oh, I don't swear in Italian, but I can. (laughs) I could if I needed to. (laughs) Um, I. I just wanted to juxtapose two sessions that I've done in the last week. Just, I think sometimes hearing examples of what, so this is not like a podcast episode that's about a sales pitch at all. It's simply getting you to understand what we do um, because it is a big part of what we do and therefore who we are and what we bring to the world. But it also helps you to identify places in your life where you're like, oh, I could, I could do that better or I could change this or this doesn't have to stay this way. So last week I went to visit an amazing client, so um, a single lady that lives on her own in a one-bedroom unit in a flat 
and she had a storage room and the storage room so it's intentionally a storage room like it's not a spare room that she's turned into it's on the plans it's designed to be a storage room cool um and it was chockers so it had shelving in there but uh, you know as life got crazy and all different things happened um the shelves got full then the floor in front of the shelves got full then everything just kind of packed up to the point where it was like throw it in and close the door so she called me in and said look i just i just don't even know where to start it's overwhelming me really smart person really capable high achiever um so we spent six hours and we did a clean out in there so pulled every single thing out we covered almost every surface in her flat with stuff out of this room and then went through it so it was a six hour process what we took to the op shop was her suv chockers with stuff like boot back seat front seat like just enough like a little capsule for the driver and the same in my little mazda 3 so so much stuff like a massive clean out and she had such high energy so she was up a double flight of stairs and i don't know how many trips of those stairs we did but oh my gosh it was a lot like we burnt calorie upon calorie that day so as i said like really high functioning i think um had she gone to someone else's space, possibly would have been able to do it on her own, but it's time poor. So it made sense for us to spend the day together and totally transform that space into a really good storage space. She said her whole unit felt better. She was like, you actually have changed my life, Amy. Like you don't understand what we did today has changed Mm. everything. And it was just one session. That's all she needed and she's off and she's like, I'm gonna do my bedroom next and then I'm gonna do the pantry. That's, she needed that little kickstart. And then another session that I've done, totally different session. Today I worked with a four-year-old girl and it was the best. So um, her mum was there. It wasn't weird. And I actually went to school with her <laughs> mum. So um, I said to the little girl, if there was opportunity, I would shout out to her on the podcast because she has done our 12 Days of Christmas Declutter Challenge with her mum. So Claire, you are amazing and it was lovely to work with you today, but totally different pace. Like working with a four-year-old is very different to working with an established woman in, I don't know, maybe her 40s. So we worked at four-year-old pace and we had four-year-old level discussions and her mum was just like, just watching her, I think there was this admiration in her mum's eyes of this child is incredible, like making really mature decisions. And we're setting up systems that work for a four-year-old and what toys you play with and what you don't. Totally different session, right? Stops and she had her fruit for morning tea. Like just the sweetest girl. Totally different session and totally different need. So what she needed was actually more of the um, the system. So it was more about toys. Like where do we keep them? When she pulls them out, how's that going to work? And talking to the four-year-old about it two totally different sessions both equally fulfilling for different reasons and and that's our life like that's what professional organizing is it's finding how we can serve you where you're stuck yes i love it and shout out to claire's parents who i love and adore as well (laughs) yes kirst and i are very um it was very cool because i went to school with Claire's mum and I've known Claire's dad since I was born and Kirsty went to church with them and worked with Claire's dad <laughs> mm-hmm. so it was very cool and when I got there their 14 year old told me that she's read my book 
I was like, you're the best. Aww. And she's like, it's, I read it like over and over. Like if I'm stuck in an area, pick up your book and read it. I was like, oh my gosh, 14 year old girls are the sweetest things ever. She says she who doesn't have a 14 year old girl. Oh, I know, right? Because I don't have a 14 year old girl. I don't have yes. to live with them. They're the sweetest things ever yes. when I come across them. <laughs> yes. And I think that that 14 year old girl is um, particularly mature. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> She takes after her mother. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they're just two, for me, and Kirst could tell you 500 stories the same, totally mm. different, but still we're going in there to to help and we love it and it's our wheelhouse. Yes. And we're both very excited that COVID restrictions are lifting more and more Ooh. each and every week so we can get back out and, um, you know, particularly – but, you know, like New South Wales schools are going back full time in a couple of weeks, um, yes. which has me, which has restricted me from being able to go and do sessions because I am the principal of the Fruja school at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Not a very good principal, nowhere near as good as their amazing teachers, but I am the principal nonetheless. <laughs> and have not been free to see clients. So yes. I'm very excited about getting back out into work. Yay. I, know. I just like just seeing people that you're not related to is just fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I love those I'm related to, it is so nice just to, I think to Kirst, it's, I don't think I quite realised until today when I was working with this gorgeous Claire is it's really difficult when you have a gift to bring the world and you're not you're not able to. Like mm-hmm. I can I walk into and we, I say we, we walk into um cluttered homes, people who were like at decision fatigue and we see a way forward and that is a gift that we bring to the world. We have not been able to bring that gift to the world in its fullness while COVID-19's been in place. And I just feel for um, all the musicians and comedians and sports people who feel like their gift is being squashed in this season because today Mm. I felt like I was a little flower blooming, like, oh, I'm out in the world and I'm bringing the gift that I have to the world because I have not been able to do that to its fullness. I can't, like, there's only so much of the Ravels have to declutter and that's not very much. Yes, and we love doing the podcast and that brings our gift to the world in a different medium. Correct. And same uh, with the course. And it, yeah, and the course and the podcast in some ways um, uh, even more, we we get to bring that in more fullness in that we get to impact more people's lives yes. through the course and and the podcast. It's just that we don't get to see the physical transformation with our own hands and our own eyes mm. necessarily. So they're very different. It's a different medium and different um, – different, it, it elicits a different response in us yeah. when we get to physically interact with people. It's yeah, and I think that – it's not just comedians and musicians and sports people. I think so. I think most people are not um, being able to give their fullness to their work, mm. um, and so most people aren't giving their full gift to the world at this yeah. moment. Let's um, get back to doing but that. But thank you. But thank you to the doctors and the nurses and frontline response people who are absolutely bringing their fullness. Yeah, and media <laughs> and, and yeah, so many. 
Yeah. So thank you to everybody. And thank you. Like, I just, I just love that we're all here on earth to um, give, the world needs all of us to show up. Yeah. And um, what a privilege it is to be able to show up and what a, you, what a privilege it is to know um, what it is that we're meant to be showing up for at the moment, Amy. Like, love it. Yeah, like how I feel very, um, very honoured that we, that we both know what the call on our life is yeah. for this season because um, it's so frustrating when I totally understand when, you, when you're in a job or in a season that you don't feel that this is what you're meant to be doing. So yeah. I just want to be grateful that we do and that how lucky we are and what a wonderful first world privilege it is to be able to and what a do a job that we absolutely love. Yeah, and what a privilege, Kess, that you get to do it with me. That goes without saying, Amy. That was the underlying. Didn't everybody else hear that? That that was the underlying thing of my gratitude? Of course it was. You crazy woman. Okay. I want to do a couple of. Oh, you're going to do a review? I've got a couple of Patreons. Let me go first. Okay. Okay. make myself laugh so we wanted to shout out on last week's episode we shouted out to a new patreon member we have two new patreon members that we wanted to shout out to so thank you melissa kim and janet hale for joining our patreon team patreon is how you our listeners can support us as creators you can support us for as little as a dollar a month one dollar a month and that can really help us i know that lots and lots of the of us in the entertainment and media industry at the moment um uh highlighting our patreons because we can continue to do this even through what will possibly become a recession because of the generosity of you guys so thank you so much to those of you who are patreons and if you're interested in finding out more you can just go to let me get this right patreon.com forward slash the art of decluttering i'm pretty sure that's it if not it's in the show notes (laughs) yeah i'm going to read a review and then i also want to say something else so don't let me forget so this is this review is from ms cnr Um, it says i recommend this podcast often Amy and Kirsty are fantastic. I love listening to this podcast over the past few years as a soundtrack to my decluttering journey. Oh. I often recommend this podcast to my family and friends. Thank you, ladies. Well, no, thank you, Mrs. C and R. We really appreciate you rating and reviewing us. It means the world to us and it helps other people to be able to find our podcast as well. Thank, so thank you. you. What's your other thing, Kirst, that I'm not allowed to let Lockdown. you forget? Lockdown. Love in lockdown. Oh, I was going to say that before. OMG. <laughs> oh, we don't O-M-G. do recommendations on our podcast. Lots of podcasts do, but we are recommending it. I watched it. Can I make a confession? <laughs> Yesterday morning you sent it to me. Mm-hmm. I lay in bed and watched all six episodes while I was in bed. Yeah. And then I went to my sister's, told her how amazing it was. And sat and watched and all watched six episodes with her again. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. I am in love with Eddie Perfect. He I know, he's the like best. My, he's one of my favourite Australian actors. Yeah. And he w- was delicious in this. Oh, it's so, this. so good. 
So what it is, peeps, is it's done by the creators of Upper Middle Bogan and The Librarian. They're like, the, Robin Butler is my favourite writer. She, I love her so much. <laughs> um, and they've written this, um, she's written it with Lucy Durack, the actor, in the, the girl, yeah. the female actress. And she, it's just awesome. You can hop on their website. I'll put a link in our show notes. Do. It's, it's just we'll, on YouTube. We'll put it in their Facebook community. It's on YouTube. It's six quick little episodes. Yeah, they're like six minutes they're like each. seven minutes. Yeah. yeah. Which is why like I could justify you, watching it. The whole thing twice, twice. within like 45 eight hours. <laughs> yeah, 45 minutes it will take you to watch it. It's beautiful and just captures this season of lockdown. Oh, it's so, so good. So well. It's so, so, it's so good. good. If we can recommend yes. anything to make your life good, go and watch Love in Lockdown. It is exceptionally good. <laughs> it will just bring joy and a smile to your face. Yeah. It's just a beautiful love story. It's, it's so cute. So good. It's so cute. It's so good. It's so good. And, and Lockdown, it just, it just, it's perfect. Yeah. It's everything <laughs> anyway, you need it to be. We can wrap up now. Yes. Okay. Thank you for Have being with us. Have a wonderful week. Yes, have an amazing week. Um, let us know if you have any guests that you'd like us to interview in the next couple of weeks. A lot of people that would otherwise have been unavailable to um, come on a podcast have more free time than they may have had before and so may be available. So I would just encourage you to jump in our community group or email us at hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au and let us know. Sky is the limit if you want us to have... Bill Gates or Eddie Perfect, we'll ask. Oh, my goodness. Can we get Eddie Perfect? <laughs> <laughs> Just because you want to talk what to we'd him? talk about? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have an amazing um, week, our lovely friends. Kirsty has one more thing to say. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, just if you have a real, if you have a direct connection with somebody as well, hit us up. So if you're friends with Eddie, if you are Eddie and you want to be on our podcast, <laughs> Just let us know. Email us at hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au, Eddie, and you can come on our podcast. Oh, my gosh. If we get an email <laughs> Robin from Butler. perfect. Robin Butler. Robin Butler. Come on over. Come oh, my on gosh. Over. This is too funny. <laughs> Let's wait and see. And if you've got a song, don't forget to send us your Don't Put It Down, Put It Away songs. Um, and thank you again to Carla for hers. So much going on. We have so much to say, but only one podcast a week to say it in. So it's a long oh. one. See you soon. See you, bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 